0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. I am one of these perpetually uncertain people who now helps other people who are uncertain navigate through all this uncertainty with the lessons I've learned and the tools and techniques I've used on myself. If you are interested in working with me one to one, you can book a call. I offer single sessions, I offer packages. Um, I also have a membership you can join for extra content. Uh, That's where I upload a lot of my TikTok lives if you can't make it on the day that I actually go live. Um, Yeah, and I'm also on TikTok, which I'm sure most of you who are listening to this podcast know already. And yeah, just follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm always um, posting, you know, fun, informative content about these topics that I find really important and necessary for us to learn more about. So today's episode is going to be about inconvenience. And more specifically about the importance of being inconvenient, like why you should be inconvenient. And I was thinking about this topic one day um, on a walk, I think, where I realized that a lot of my life as a people pleaser was spent being convenient for people. And, you know, I kind of have talked about this with my therapist in depth, but I always think about my place in people's lives and how I show up and all that stuff. This is why I do the work that I do, because I'm always thinking about these things. But I realized that a lot of my upbringing was centered around the fact that I have to be convenient for other people in order to be valued, to be seen and to be kept safe in a sense. Right. And a lot of that inconvenience is also, or rather the convenience aspect is also tied to perfectionism as well. But I've always felt like I have to make myself as convenient, as easygoing, as, you know, malleable as possible for other people, because that's how I make sure I am worthy and I get approval and validation from them. And, you know, I, that's also how I ensure that they show up for me and give me the, like the love and connection that I desire. But now as I've gotten older and I've worked on this a lot more, I've realized how important it is for you to be inconvenient And what I mean by this, because I made a uh, video on TikTok about this and some people were riled up a little bit when I, when I use this phrasing, but I use these words and this phrasing as, um, as a way to really like kind of snap people into awareness, right? It is a bit, um, it is a bit more aggressive than what I would normally say to people, but, you know, for content's sake, (laughs) I have to make it a little bit more catchy and punchy to get attention, um, But truly, though, this is how I speak to myself a lot of the time. I use these phrases that are punchy, that are a bit more, you know, aggressive and assertive to snap me out of my cycles and these habits that I fall into sometimes. But I realize that you have to be inconvenient. And what I mean by inconvenient is not prioritizing other people more than you prioritize yourself. Because when you do that the because either way someone's going to be inconvenienced in this process right because you can't be everywhere all the time for everyone you know so either the person that you're dealing with is going to be inconvenienced or you're going to be inconvenienced either you're going to be inconvenient for them you know you won't be there 100 percent of the time all the time no matter what for them or you won't be there no matter what all the time for you now this is a difficult situation to be in because, of course, we're taught that unconditional love and support is important in any kind of relationship and in, in like life in general. And it is, right? Unconditional love is important. Giving love, not on the basis of needing something in return, but giving it because you just want to give it. There's no strings attached. You just want to share your love. But when you are convenient for other people, that's not unconditional love. That is conditional love. You are you are inconveniencing yourself. You're being inconvenient for yourself in order to get something in return from other people all the time, right? Because if you weren't seeking out something from other people, you wouldn't need to constantly be there for them no matter what and to maybe overstep your boundaries and not respect your time and your effort and your energy. You wouldn't need to do that. You would know what your your boundaries and barriers are and you'd respect your time and energy because you realize like, okay, I don't need to be there for this person. They don't need me 100% of the time and I don't need them to always be giving me something in return for all this energy and effort I'm giving them. You understand where your internal stability is and you know when to step forward when you have, you know, all the spoons that you need to have and you have all the energy And when to step back when you don't have it. Because when you don't have that energy, when you don't have all those spoons, you're not really of great use to other people anyway. You're operating from a place of, you know, not fully being there. You're operating from a, which might also then lead to resentment, right? If you're overgiving, if you are being just so convenient for other people all the time, despite your boundaries, despite your needs, you're not showing up for them fully, you know, with your cup full. You're showing up for them probably half empty hoping that's that by giving more somehow you're going to get something in return like you feel like there's some sort of you know transaction that can occur to make you feel a little bit better or you feel like I have to empty myself for people because that's just what needs to happen it's just you know that's that's what you're supposed to do and that's how people feel happy in their lives if you are emptying your cup for them but then it's like what about you what about you who is doing that for you right? And some people might be doing that for you. Some people also might be emptying their cup for you. That's not healthy either. You don't want a dynamic like that where both of you are just fully giving to one another. That's codependency, right? That doesn't mean you, neither of you are stable and secure within yourselves to at least know when you are capable and ready to give unconditionally and, and be convenient for somebody else. And also when you are operating from this place, you are attracting people or you are gravitating to people who only want you around or who only take time to be with you because you're convenient for them, right? You become a convenient person. So those people that reco- that want convenient people who don't want people that are living their own lives and taking care of themselves, those people will find you and you will find them. You will attract one another. And when you start being inconvenient, when you start prioritizing yourself, putting yourself first, because you do need to put yourself first. Again, you can't be of help to others if you're not first helping yourself and making sure you're good. Because any of the help that you give to someone else is not going to be fully good for them, right? You're not coming from a healthy place, so you're not going to be giving healthy help and support to somebody, right? That's why they say, you know, on airplanes... To put your mask on, your oxygen mask on first before you help anybody else. Because you can't help, you'll probably be able to help more people when you are able to first make sure you have all the oxygen that you need rather than trying to help one or two and then you pass out. You know, it's, it's kind of that same, the same idea. But when you are operating from the place of, no, I have to be convenient as possible for other people. Um, and that's how I get my love and attention and validation from others. Those are the only people that you're going to be around ultimately. But when you start being inconvenient and you start prioritizing yourself, taking care of yourself, making sure you're good and that you know what your boundaries are, you know what your limits are, you know like, okay, hey, I can't show up right now because I'm feeling this way and I know it's not going to be beneficial for either of us. The people that are in your life after that stay in your life are there because they want to be there, not because they know that you're going to be convenient for them when they need you. They want to be there despite the fact that they know that sometimes you'll be inconvenient for them because you will be and they'll be inconvenient for you. That's that's the point of relationships, right? It is about truly seeing one another in your inconvenience, in your messiness, in your darkness, and in your light, right? Seeing both sides of the spectrum and not requiring the person or you to be only light and good and convenient all the time. That's not how, you know, truly intimate, vulnerable, healthy relationships are formed. You know, non-transactional relationships, because when you are always required to be convenient for somebody, that's a transaction. You're you're acting transactionally for this person. And that doesn't feel good ultimately, right? And so it's important to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, that you're being there for you. Because when I was thinking about this on one of my walks, because that's where I, I get most of my insights, I think, when I allow myself to ruminate like that, I realized like when I'm convenient for other people, I am being inconvenient for myself. So I'm not showing up for myself. And I, I sometimes, you know, I think it's beneficial to think of yourself as like a a different entity at times, right? Because we sometimes associate the I with the me. And it's like, I don't know, I'm reading Alan Watts right now. And his book is really interesting. It's called The Wisdom of Insecurity. And he talks a lot about how you kind of have to separate yourself from yourself in a sense, right? There are different versions of you and... When you think of the you and the the I and all that stuff, it it can get kind of um, fuzzy and convoluted. And you forget that you can step outside of yourself and recognize that you have a relationship to you as well. You are in a relationship with yourself as much as you are in relationships with other people. And so if you are in a relationship with yourself, you have to make sure that you are nurturing that relationship too. Because you will be with yourself for the rest of your life. So if you are being inconvenient for you, who's going to be convenient for you, right? Again, that and then the answer would be, well, someone else who pours all of them into me. But that becomes codependent. That becomes a codependent relationship where you need each other after. You need one another to both function normally. But we shouldn't have to need people. And I don't mean that, like, we shouldn't be in uh, community with one another and engage in relationships. Of course we should. We do, to an extent, biologically, yeah, we need one another. We are communal creatures, Totally. But in order to function as a person, we shouldn't have to rely so heavily on other people to just, yeah, to just function, to just be able to exist. We again have a relationship with ourselves as well. And we should be able to rely on ourselves when necessary. We should be able to trust ourselves to know that we're going to take care of ourselves when needed. Because nobody else is going to do that for us. Nobody else is obligated to do that for us, ultimately. And I think when you realize that, when you really realize that and internalize that and we step outside of the kind of fantasy of like maybe Disney movies or like rom-coms where, you know, you're supposed to find that one other person and then that's it. And like that's your your person who's only ever taking care of you and, and you know, that's what the dynamic is. When you forget about that, when you let that go and you realize like that's not how real life is, that's not how real connection actually is, you realize like, oh yeah, no, I have to maintain my relationship with myself. I have to. You have to. And I know that sometimes that sounds selfish because I was getting a lot of comments in that video saying, well, you know, this kind of mentality is very selfish and this is these are the kind of women you don't want to be with and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, which is funny to me because the way I see it is like, these are exactly the kind of people you want to be with. You want to be with somebody who recognizes what they need, who recognizes their boundaries and understands that, hey, I need to take a step back right now. I'm not well or I can't handle this or I, I can't always be there for you because I have to be there for myself too. And maybe that encourages the other person to say, you should probably be there for yourself too. You don't always need me to be able to do things. You are capable of doing things yourself as well, right? Because I also think that this kind of... uh always, you know, always have been convenient for other people, this people pleasing, what it also comes from is like an invalidating of the other person as being incapable of doing things on their own. Like this person needs me there. They need me to take care of them. They need me. It's like that person's also capable, right? And obviously like this, there's variations of capabilities. Everyone's different. Everyone has different, you know, physical and mental abilities and all that stuff, of course. But when we are so like overbearing with that, and we're always there, and we're always that, uh, you know, I'm doing this and I'm going to do this for them and whatever. It's like what you're saying to that person and to yourself is that you don't believe that that person is capable to do what they need to do for themselves. So you are infantilizing them. And that's not the kind of person ultimately you would want to be with, whether that's a friend, a family member, a romantic partner. Those aren't the kind of people you, that's not the kind of energy you want to foster in your life. You don't want to be looking at the people in your life and thinking, I think they're so incapable of taking care of themselves or of doing anything on their own. And they need me. Is that the kind of person that you would want to be with and be in in relationship with? And do you think also that that kind of person would be able to truly see you and you would be able to truly see them? You wouldn't because that energy, that dynamic of convenience will cloud your ability to see them and to be seen by them because you're functioning from that place of need, desperation, you know, always have to be there. No, I can't state my boundaries. I can't state my needs. So how are they supposed to see you? you know as you are truly how are they supposed to truly understand what you need what your requirements are and see if they can give that to you as well when when necessary when they have their cup full you can't and that's why like i know it kind of seems sometimes like codependent relationships are so intimate and so close and so vulnerable and you're truly in it with one another but in in reality it's not as it's not as intimate as you would think it is because you're not truly seeing one another for who you are in your you know in in your individuality as well as in your ability to be in relationship with one another right you're not able to take care of yourself be mindful of your needs whatever not require anybody to be there 100% of the time and you're not required to be there 100% of the time for anyone else so you can take a step back and and truly see them and and look at them almost objectively and understand who they are and how they function as a person because it's not clouded by this desperation this need this i need to be there all the time they need to be there for me all the time so i'm not going to pay attention to what other things are are going on between us or our dynamic or who they are and what they like to do or what they don't like to do you know i think it's in that ability to create a mutual relationship with one another this mutual understanding that yeah i'm i'm here for you but i'm also here for me because i have to be here for me that's when you can truly see each other. And that is ultimately the goal at the end of the day, right? That's the goal of people-pleasing. That is the goal of being convenient for others, is to be seen. You you are really wanting to be seen and understood by other people. But when we go about it that way, when we go about it from the place of self-abandonment, we're not being seen by them because you're not even seeing yourself first. You're neglecting yourself to see yourself and your needs. So how then do you expect somebody else to be able to see you when you can't even see you? You're not letting yourself see you. Right? So I think it is really important to be mindful of how convenient you are being for people and to take a step back if you feel like you're being too convenient all the time. And it's okay. And it's And I'm not speaking about this from a place of ego, right? This idea of like, well, they're not giving me this, so I shouldn't give that to them. I need to be more for me. That's also transactional, right? This idea of like, they're not giving me what I'm wanting and expecting. So therefore, I'm not going to reward them with what they would want because also that's coming from a place of this is what i think they would want from me because i want this from them we can't read people's minds we don't know that's where communication comes into play and it's hard to communicate openly and authentically when you are operating from a place of convenience all the time of people pleasing there's no room for open honest vulnerable conversation there because there's always this undertone of this is what you know they should be doing and i should be saying this and i shouldn't say this because that's not convenient you know there's no authenticity. There's no, you know, straightforwardness in that kind of dynamic. But it is, it is so important to be mindful of how convenient you are. And asking yourself, am I being convenient for me? Am I there for myself? You know? Because in moments when you realize, like, okay, somebody needs me right now, or I think someone needs me, because sometimes they don't need you, but you kind of maybe put it in your head, as a people pleaser again, that oh, they need me. They need to they need someone there to be for them or whatever. And also, you know, deep down, I want them to be there for me, so I should be there for them. I should give more to them and whatever. When you do that, when you're not capable of it, when you don't have the spoons, you don't have the energy, all of a sudden now you've neglected yourself and now that part of you, that part of you that you're in relationship with, who's taking care of them? Who's there for them? Who's being convenient for them? Nobody. Nobody is. So all that does is chip away at your self-worth. You don't believe after a while that you're worthy of being taken care of because you're not even taking care of yourself. You're not even looking out for yourself. So of course, then how can you trust yourself? You can't. So when you can't trust yourself because you don't think you're worthy enough, you're showing yourself you're not worthy enough, then of course, naturally, you're going to gravitate to other people and hope that they make you feel that way. But nobody's obligated to make you feel that way. They can. It's nice when people make you feel that way. I'm sure so many people do, but they're not required to. And they don't always have the capability of doing that. You know, you might not even be able to fully have that void filled by anybody else. You might always try to. You might always try to be so convenient for people all the time and then still feel empty and not understand why you feel empty still and feel like you're not worthy because it's not coming from you because you are the most important. You're the gatekeeper of your worth ultimately. And it might feel like other people are at times. We kind of foist that responsibility onto them and we feel like, no, this person has to choose me. That's how I know I'm good enough. Like I want them to choose me, but it's like the only reason you probably want them to choose you is because you're not choosing yourself. You're not being convenient for yourself. You're not being there for yourself. When you start doing that, when you start being there for you, you don't need it from other people. It's nice when you get it from other people, but you don't need it. You are okay whether or not somebody can give that to you. And again, the people that can't give that to you, the people that were only in your life because you were convenient, all of a sudden now you don't want to be around them. There's no reason to be around them. And they don't want to be around you because they're not. you're not convenient for them anymore. So they disappear. They move off of your path. And people who are aligned with you, who are also on the same page of, yeah, we have to be convenient for ourselves first. They come onto your path and you have more alignment with these people and can connect with them on a deeper level, on a more intimate level, even though it might feel like you're first operating from a place of selfishness. So like, how can I connect with people when I'm being so selfish? You're not. You know, you're being self-considerate and they're being self-considerate. And that's great. You're taking care of the needs that you need to take care of. And then anything else, any other, you know, small things that other people can give you, you know, their own intricate, unique behaviors that you don't have in your life because you're different than them. Those are so great to experience when it's not coming from a place of desperation. And you're also not requiring them to be a specific way for you because you're not meeting those needs for yourself. They're different. They're unique. You're unique and different. So you can meet those needs for yourself, those specific unique needs that are important to you. And then you can experience them from someone else in, a, in their own unique way. And how amazing is that? That's like the best part of any kind of relationship, right? Seeing how different other people are. But... Obviously, it's easy to forget that. It's easy to forget that others shouldn't have to be just like you, and you shouldn't require them to be just like you, because you are you, and you can give whatever needs that you feel are unmet to yourself in that specific way, you know, and be that person that you needed when you were a child, potentially, that maybe felt made you feel, you know, unworthy, you know, being that new parent for yourself. You can't rely on other people being that for you you can only be that for you you know as kind of sad as it sounds it's not sad it's actually very liberating I think when you realize that you actually have so much more power and so much more control than you think you do in this in this kind of scenario but yeah I hope this was interesting I hope it was informative I hope it helped um, anybody else who's struggling with this idea of like being convenient for others all the time you shouldn't have to be you should make sure you're always there for yourself you need to be there for yourself um, again, if you struggle with any of these things, if you've been here in this place where I've been and you want to talk through this, you want to work through these struggles, you want to work on your self-worth, your self-trust and build that up because those are, I think, some of the main pillars of personal growth and becoming more aligned, uh, feel free to work with me one-to-one. You can find all that information on my website. And yeah, if you could leave a rating and review for this podcast, i would be really appreciated. Um, I also post this on YouTube, so you can go subscribe there if you haven't already. And Yeah. I will be back again next week with another episode.